Hey guys, welcome to part 3 of how to lose weight fast. If you haven't seen parts 1 and 2 yet, the links are in the description. Today I want to go over exactly what you're going to do when you plateau and stop losing weight. No matter what, you can be confident that your weight loss will come to a halt. It's not about if you'll stop losing weight, it's a matter of when you'll stop losing weight. So since this is so expected and common, it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong when you actually stop losing the weight. It just means that adjustments may have to be made due to the fact that throughout the fat loss process, things in your body are constantly changing. Before I give you the steps that you're gonna take to break through a weight loss plateau, let's first make sure that what you're experiencing is actually a real plateau. First, let me bring back a point that I made in the first video. Weight and fat aren't the same thing. If your weight isn't going down, but your clothes fit better, and you've been tracking your waist and your hip measurements, and they're going down too, you may have put on some muscle, or you might be holding a little more water. It's extremely important that you measure your progress to be successful. And it's also extremely important to use multiple methods of measurement. So if you see that your waist is getting smaller, but the number on the scale isn't falling, that wouldn't be considered a weight loss plateau. Another thing that wouldn't be considered a weight loss plateau is if you weigh yourself every week and one week you don't lose weight. Many people are delusional when it comes to their beliefs about what kind of results are possible within a certain period of time. I mean, I can't blame them because there's so much hype and quick fixes out there that most people really do believe that there's something wrong with them if they can't lose five pounds in a week. It's important that you understand that progress in fitness in regard to both losing weight and building muscle is not linear. It's gonna go up and it's gonna go down due to a ton of different reasons, many of which are completely out of your control. The problem is most people don't understand this very important fact. So what you get from most of these people that don't lose weight, or maybe even worse, gain some weight for one weigh-in, you get one of two responses. Response one is to crank it up. Crank the cardio way up, dramatically reduce calories, and stress over your weight 24-7. Response two is to say, screw it, you tried, and the diet didn't work. Now, it's time to feel better about yourself by binge eating, which leads you right back to a vicious cycle. Both response one and two are incorrect responses. If you don't lose weight or even gain weight between one of your weekly weigh-ins, the correct response is to continue doing exactly what you've been doing without stressing over it one bit for at least another week. Sometimes, I would recommend waiting even longer before changing anything if you don't have a deadline or an event that you have coming up. And the reason for that is simply because sometimes your weight loss will stall and pick right back up again. I've seen it happen so many times before. And again, the reason why people are unaccepting of this is because they have false notions of what's possible in a given time frame. When you weigh yourself, if you lose even a pound in a week, then that's really, really good. If you don't lose a pound, but your waist goes down half an inch, then that's really, really good. Don't expect to get on the scale and lose five pounds every week 
because I promise you, you're gonna end up disappointed and frustrated, which easily could trigger a binge eating episode. Okay, so let's say that you've waited it out, you got on the scale for a second week or maybe even a third week, and you measured yourself, and still no progress. Why is this happening? Well, there are a number of different reasons, but usually the two biggest ones are that you're not tracking the amount of calories you're taking incorrectly, or you've already lost some weight, and because you are now a smaller person, even if only by five pounds, you now burn less calories at rest. This is why it's important to always be recalculating your BMR or your basal metabolic rate as you lose weight. If you're having a couple extra bites of the food that you're preparing for your family, or you have an extra half a spoon of peanut butter, and you're not tracking that, then that alone could be why you're not losing weight. If you're sure that you're tracking everything to a T, well then now is when you would wanna start making adjustments. I recommend, especially if you have time, to drop your calories by a small amount. Only about a 100 to 200 calorie reduction is necessary, mostly coming from carbohydrates. That would be anywhere from 25 to 50 grams of carbs less per day. That's it, that's all you need. Then you would just stick to the new plan and do all the measurements again the following week. If you don't lose weight again, then once again subtract 100 to 200 calories. If you do lose weight and then one of the weeks at a different later time, you plateau again, you would wanna go through the same process. Wait a week or two. If you're still stuck, then drop calories. You may be wondering exactly how long you can do this for and how many calories can you drop down to. There are recommended minimums where it's advised for men not to drop below 1500 calories and for women to not drop below 1200 calories. And even though you should try to lose weight at the highest amount of calories possible, sometimes in certain situations, you may need to drop below these numbers. For example, if you're a 180 pound woman, then you'll be losing weight long before you have to drop to 1200 calories. However, if you're a 120 pound woman that wants to shed that last little bit of body fat, then you may have to drop lower than 1200. I mean, just do the math. Now, if you don't wanna keep dropping calories or if you feel like your calories are already too low, then you can increase your activity levels. Throw in an extra day or two of high intensity interval training or regular steady state cardio. And if you don't have the energy for even that, then try adding in a one to two mile walk every day. That can ultimately help you find that deficit that you're looking for. Remember that body fat is simply stored energy that your body doesn't want to use. It's a backup. The only way to use the stored energy is to not have enough energy coming in from what you eat to fulfill the required energy you need for going through your daily activities. If your weight's not going down or up, then by definition, you're at maintenance, which means that even if a calorie calculator tells you that your calories are at deficit levels, if your weight is staying the same week after week, then that is your new maintenance, and you're gonna have to cut back more calories to be at fat loss levels. So that's it, guys. That's part three right there. I didn't get through everything that I wanted to get through, but there's just so much information. So there will be more parts of this video series. I think for now, I've given you guys a lot to think about, 
And I really hope you guys enjoyed this video and found this information very useful. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel to see more content just like this. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys next time. Um.